Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Service, featuring David Berkey, the Chief Strategy Officer at Interra Credit Union. Sounds of Service presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Well, David, we've got an exciting program to talk about uh, coming to Elkhart County that we believe is going to have some serious impact on um, a significant portion of our working population, and, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But let's talk a little bit first about David Berkey. Uh, you've been in Interra for how long now? Actually, 21 years, Vince. Okay. And, and thank you so much for having me on the, the podcast. This, well, we this appreciate morning. you being here to, to chat about it. 21 years uh, from Farm Bureau Credit Union to Interra, to Interra. When, the, when the name change went. Talk a little bit about your, your service path, if you would, the kind of things you're doing for the organization now. So actually, Interra is the first place that I've worked for more than six years. I okay. tried a whole bunch of, of different uh, <laughs> paths, and this Interra is the first place being at a credit union where uh, I felt like uh, the fit uh, was was so strong. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the first organization where I feel like my personal values align with the mission and vision of the organization. Uh, one of the things I think that actually makes Interra, uh, specifically in credit unions in general. Uh, different is the way that we treat uh, our members. We actually uh, talk about the, our customers as members. They really are owners. And the, the thing that I think sets us apart uh, is really the way that, uh, that we care for uh, and think about uh, how we make our members' lives better. Uh, it, uh, I would actually say that we've been on a purpose journey at Interior Credit Union for mm -hmm. the last three to four years. And it really, for us, is about rediscovering what it means to be a purpose-driven organization. And the, the things that we do in terms of giving back uh, and making a difference in the community that we serve uh, really help uh, drive engagement, not just with our employees, but also with our membership. Uh, they, the, the, you can actually see the spark, the spark of engagement of people mm -hmm. when we talk about some of the things that we're doing uh, around financial inclusion to try to make a difference. Well, and in Interra, there there are a large number of people from the teller line to the executive office who are involved in everyday things outside of the organization to try and and provide some community service as well. That's that's true. We're we're in we have about sixteen branches uh, in northern Indiana. We we currently serve eighteen counties, mm -hmm. and we're about a billion seven in assets. And there's I don't know three three hundred and twenty plus people. Who are making a difference every day uh, in the communities that we serve. I want to talk about two important initiatives over the last, let's say, two decades um, during the time that you've been there that I think have impact on this program. We're going to be talking a little bit about a transportation program. But one is um, Intera was at the forefront. And as a former banker, I recognize this and, and, and applaud the success as well. But Intera was at the for forefront in providing services and, and growth opportunities for the growing Hispanic community within uh, Elkhart County and beyond. And then the second thing was growing beyond Elkhart County. Uh, for such a long time, 
the old Farm Bureau Credit Union, but then later Interra, was contained just inside the county. You expanded those services to neighboring counties, and as you mentioned, you're part of 16 counties now. Um, those two things seem to have had significant impact, um, both on the kind of service that you've been able to provide and on the depth of service that you've been able to provide. So that, without a doubt, and, I, and I'm so glad you highlighted both of those things, I will tell you that um, the, the changing demographics of Goshen in particular and Elkhart County uh, have made it, I think, just imperative for all uh, organizations to rethink how we, uh, how we serve uh, the important Latinx uh, community. Uh, the Latinx group uh, is our largest employee uh, mm -hmm. uh, group in terms of minorities. Uh, we actually, two years ago, uh, found an employee resource group, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but these go back a long ways. They're, they're often affinity groups mm -hmm. uh, at organizations, and they're, they're employee-led, completely volunteer uh, organizations uh, that that happen within the, within Intera. Uh, we have about uh, 45 uh, Latinx employees who meet on a monthly basis, and they talk about what it means to be a, a part of to be um, a Latinx member at Intera and in this community. Uh, they tell stories of their own success, uh, and they they've actually helped us think about ways that we can better serve the Latinx community uh, from a, a variety of vantage points. Uh, we're we're really pleased uh, with the, with that uh, level of engagement that we get from our own employees, and it kind of that engagement spills out uh, to all of our branches and and the way that we deliver uh, services to uh, our membership in the way that they want them delivered, uh, and we have members that actually follow uh, our Spanish speaking employees that move from branch to branch because of that that real connection mm -hmm. and and. and almost friendship uh, that they have. It's, it's a loyalty and trust uh, that takes, as you said, uh, decades to build. Yeah, and, and you've been able to do that. And then you talk about that second thing about crossing county lines and being able to serve uh, a growing uh, number of people, but not just a, a growing number, but a, 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 an entirely different group of demographics as well. Uh, that, that's really true. And I'll tell you, that the other thing that we've done that's really different for us uh, our, our, we've been around for 90 years, and our, our growth trajectory mm -hmm. was based on building buildings, right? Having branches in right. communities. Uh, we have taken a different approach. Uh, we serve 18 counties, but uh, a lot of that, uh, of the service that we provide, comes through different channels. Uh, we've invested uh, you know, more than what it would take for us to build a branch uh, in our electronic delivery channels. So, uh, you know, in the last year, uh, more than 70% uh, of all of our loan applications are taken online, and, and more than half uh, of our total account applications are taken online. So we're trying to find uh, ways to deliver not only specialized services for communities like the Hispanic or Latinx community, but trying to find ways to deliver products and services in the ways uh, that all of our members want. And that, that tends to be electronic, uh, often from phones, you know, smartphones even more than mm -hmm. from desktops or laptops, but we've made a significant investment uh, in our electronic delivery channels to try to meet members where they are with services delivered in the way that they want them. Well, it's it, no question uh, that, that things are changing. And in those changes, it's interesting, and, and in your role as chief strategy officer, this is you know right in your wheelhouse. As these things change, it's been up to Intera and other organizations to keep an eye on the challenges that come with the changes. And one of those has become a passion for you, 
Uh, we're addressing a, tr- a transportation desert, I guess you could call it, uh, here in Elkhart County, specifically here in Goshen, where we talk about you know some of those needs. And and you come up with a way. You and the organization have come up a way with a way with community partners to address that. Talk about this new initiative that you're so excited about. Uh, if I could, I'd like to go back sure. just a little bit, mm-hmm. Vince, and talk about a, a little bit more of this purpose journey. Sure. Right? We spent um, a significant amount of time, more, more than a year, talking to other credit unions that were involved in, uh, for lack of a better term, what I would call mission-oriented work. And it tend, tended to be smaller credit unions that really live out uh, their their mission on a daily basis. Uh, and, and as we talked to them, we also talked to community leaders in Elkhart County about what they were doing. And the, and the thing that we heard over and over again is that transportation, safe, affordable, and reliable transportation might be one of the biggest needs and the best things that we could do uh, to help people break the cycle of poverty. Uh, Elkhart County uh, has a particular challenge. If you have ever look at some of the statistics around uh, our Alice mm-hmm. population, the asset limited income constrained but employed, um, we have a significantly higher percentage of our population uh, that falls in that category, uh, and 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 they need they need help on a on a daily basis. And what we're trying to do is find ways to uh, help them get out of the cycle that they're they're currently caught in. Uh, so the specific thing around transportation is that uh, we heard there are five general things that make uh, communities economically mm-hmm. successful, and that's to have a financial institution, it's to have a good education system, it's to have a great healthcare system, it's to have childcare and transportation. And on the first four, there are people that are doing a wonderful job of that. There's almost nothing happening in our community around transportation, and I don't mean to undermine the trolley system. The trolley is great. But if you work a second shift at one of the factories in our community, which tend to be on the outskirts of town, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the trolley isn't going to get you there uh, when you need to be there. Uh, and it's not going to get you home when you need to get home. Uh, and we hear stories all the time from community leaders here about people that they work with who take jobs that they can walk to because they don't have a car uh, rather than <laughs> job that would pay them three times as much if they could get to to one of the uh, really great jobs uh, in in one of the factories and production facilities in our community. So we actually uh, have partnered with La Casa here in Goshen, whose primary mission uh, is to help with first-time home buyers. Uh, we've actually partnered with them to come up with an alternative auto lending program, mm-hmm. uh, and this program is actually designed uh, to provide loans uh, to members of our community that would never meet the traditional credit underwriting standards uh, at any kind of a financial institution, in Terra or any, anywhere else. These are people with low to no credit scores, right? Uh, and, and what we've done is we've said we believe uh, the, the way that we can make a difference, a meaningful difference uh, in these constituencies is by having uh, an auto lending program that's relationship-based, all right? So the, the key piece of this is that uh, folks who will qualify uh, for an auto for the alternative auto loan uh, will come through La Casa or an or a similar social service agency like the United Way, uh, but but the loans are designed for families that don't have a, a vehicle, mm-hmm. uh, and there there's a couple requirements. Uh, you're required to take two classes that La Casa will teach uh, in order to qualify for this program. So not only do they have to know know the potential borrower. The borrower has to take a class on what it means to have a loan, what is interest, what's principal, uh, what happens if you fall behind on your payments. There you go. 
Uh, and they also have to take a class on what it means to, uh, to own a vehicle, right? How do you license it, insure it, register it, uh, and maintain it? Uh, if you have the relationship with La Casa and, and meet these requirements, uh, La Casa will be able to provide a loan. Intero is providing the capital to fund the revolving loan pool. Uh, but the idea is as payments are made each month uh, into that revolving loan pool, La Casa will be able to loan the money out to additional borrowers. This, in, in, in the basic concept, the, the thing that struck me the most, David, is this is a way to break a cycle. Uh, because this is what you, we, we don't understand when we drive past some of our more significant employers uh, and we look at the parking lots, that in that parking lot is, are a number of vehicles that literally might not make it home or might not make, make it back the next day. And that just cascades into, I didn't make it to work the next day. I got points for not being able to be there. I wasn't able to you know, pick up my child at daycare. We weren't able to make this trip or what have you. Um, we take for granted in our homes dependable transportation. Uh, and in many, many places in our workforce, the dependable transportation question is something that we haven't been able to answer for a long time. This is a way to try to answer that question, to break that cycle. Without a doubt. And I also wanted to give you just a couple of uh, th um, things that helped us mm -hmm. uh, decide that um, transportation was a, a really critical path uh, for us to follow, both regarding purpose and for making a difference. Uh, and there was an FDIC study that came out a couple of years ago that said 40% of U.S. households don't have $400 saved in a combined checking and savings account uh, to pay for an unexpected emergency. When you, so when you talk about a vehicle in the parking lot that may not make it home, um, almost half, 40% of U.S. households don't have that $400. Uh, and so that is really uh, walking a thin line. We also found uh, really interesting statistics about who's using payday lenders. And I, in general, the concept of payday lending is fine in terms of, of it providing a a short-term access to capital when you need it. The problem becomes when you keep that outstanding for an entire year. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, the thing that really drove us is there are more payday lending uh, locations in the U.S. than there are McDonald's franchises. And, and that's a staggering number to me. But th those two things uh, helped us realize that we needed to do something. We needed to find a way to provide sustainable access to transportation to help people break the the cycle of poverty that they're in. When you talk about this program on a local level, I know nationally it's starting to gain some momentum, but when you talk about this program on a local level, uh, we had chatted a little bit before about in, in the in the beginnings of this program, and you'd expressed a little bit of trepidation about how other folks might jump on. You've been pleasantly surprised, um, which is a great compliment to our community and our financial institutions. Uh, there's no, there's no doubt. And, and it's not just, um, you know, it's not just the borrowers that mm -hmm. we think are going to have interest in this. We believe that there is uh, support, uh, within the leadership, other financial institutions, uh, that where we can help, uh, actually build, um, a, a program that makes a meaningful difference uh, mm -hmm. in our community. Thanks to, I think the, the generosity and the spirit of so many of our business leaders, uh, that, uh, that understand the need and want to do something to make a difference. Employers have got to be excited about this, the people that you've talked to. Uh, there, there's no question. Uh, and I believe that the employers uh, will be able to be a part of building the sustainable solution that we're trying to bring about. So, David, as we, as we wind this thing up um, and look forward, 
What do we have to do as a community to engage in this program to help make it successful? So the, I think the single biggest thing that, that all of us can do uh, is to help identify uh, the, the primary needs that, that we have in this community. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I, I believe that there are organizations and financial institutions that have resources, uh, people, and the funding to be able to fund the program. Uh, what I think everybody needs uh, is, is a second chance, right? The, the only metric that we're using uh, to measure the success of this program is we will, we will look at whether we've helped either the borrower either establish a good credit score or repair a credit score that they've had trouble with. So um, helping identify the need and then uh, helping to provide uh, a sustainable second chance for, for those who have less than we do. But David, certainly Intera deserves a lot of credit for you know, being this being part of their forward-looking uh, uh, initiatives. But you personally, um, I've seen it. I've seen how passionate you've become about this. It's become a personal mission for you. I wish you nothing but success, and I hope that we can find plenty of partners for you as we move forward with this. Thank you so much, Vince. I really appreciate the chance to be here and your support as well. David Berkey, he is the Chief Strategy Officer at Intera Credit Union. Sounds of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Don't forget to join us on Sound of Goshen. We have the sound of the economy, the sound of success, the sound of service, and sounds around town. All of our episodes are available at soundofgoshen.com.